What happens when the cutthroat billionaire you've been sent to spy on finds out the truth? Apparently, marriage. Riley, let me start from the beginning. To stay out of jail, I'm forced to spy on Kyle Townsend, the billionaire heir to the Townsend industry throne. My plan is simple. Infiltrate Townsend's industry, get evidence of their alleged illegal dealings, and fork it over to the person blackmailing me. Then I'll be free to leave that life of crime behind me forever and raise my niece in the peace she deserves. But Kyle's smarter than the average trust fund baby. He's also ruthless and distrustful. He never lets anyone in. Until one day at work, I get sick. He's there to care for me, filling sparks, and I end up in his bed. He reveals his tender side, and now I'm wondering if my billionaire Mark could be my perfect match. But then he he discovers the truth about me before I can tell him. What happens when the merciless billionaire you're supposed to spy on discovers the truth? A revenge marriage contract. This marriage isn't one of convenience. It's for vengeance. With Riley as my wife, I can feed misinformation to my enemies. I'll use her to take them down and discard anyone threatening the Townsend name. But what happens when the wife who's supposed to be nothing more than a pawn ignites feelings you shouldn't and don't want to have? So I must say, I really thought the first story of For the Children was going to be Diego and Monique. That's the that's the one I want to hear about. But in true fashion, it's Aaron first. So when we uh, get his son first. So this is Kyle's story, who is now, I don't know, he's, I forgot his age, but he's older now. And he is in the running or he's working really hard to be named the COO of the company because Aaron is still the CEO. So, you know, just like his dad at one point focused solely on business, ain't thinking about nothing else. That's all he has time for. Like, of course, he has ladies that he sleeps with. But besides that relationship, please. Um... And then we're introduced to Riley. Riley is being blackmailed by Dean, who I believe if, yeah, in Aaron's story, like when they were newly married, Aaron and Patience, and the kids had just got to school, then they had got into a fight with, um, what was that man's name? Walsh got into a fight with his son. So... All these years later, because you know what they did to his daddy, he is determined to get some dirt on the Townsend family, and he is using Riley. Riley is a woman who conned his friend, but she was exposed. So when she was exposed, they didn't send her to jail, but he's telling, he's blackmailing her with that information. So it's like, I can take what I have on you to the police and get you arrested, Unless you do what I tell you to do. So she has her own consulting company. Like she has a legitimate business, but she's doing this on the side. So she's trying to find any way she can to get next to Kyle, but he's blowing her off. Like he is basically like talking to a stone wall. Anytime she tries to engage him 
engage him in conversation. Because I think he was at a club. It was him and Diego. They were at a club. And, you know, he got his security around. But she was able to slip right through until, like, 10 seconds later, the security is holding a gun to her head. And Kyle just tells them, you know, kick her out and don't let her back in. And so while she's trying to come up with a plan to get close to this man, Dean is constantly calling her like, what do you have? What do you have? Tell me now. Like, you need to keep in constant contact with me and get into that building and like find a way to him. And she's like, I'm trying, but I can't do that with you calling me every five seconds, expecting me to tell you something. And you know, at every way she turns, Kyle is turning her away anyway. So she's like, this ain't as easy for some reason as you think it's going to be. But then he don't care about that. He is just so determined because he know that they killed his father and was the reason why he went to what? I think he was charged first and was supposed to go to jail, but they end up killing him anyway because that man trifling. And um, so... He's like, no, I need evidence because I'm going to take them down just like how they did my dad. So she's like, okay, whatever. I really don't too much care about that. So Riley comes from a family of con artists, like her daddy was a con artist, who then raised Riley and her brother to be con artists. And um, her brother somehow managed to marry a wealthy woman and was conning her just um and anyway so the lady had a daughter but with her having a daughter um that somehow interfered with her heart like she had a heart condition the lady ended up dying and where i'm going with that is so the brother was stuck with the daughter and he was turning his daughter into a con artist and Riley took notice of this when, like, she came to visit and she, like, took the niece. Well, the brother asked, could the niece stay with her, like, for a few days? And she knew her brother, kind artist, and she knew that man was going to take off, but she agreed to it anyway. And where did they go? I think they went to go get ice cream and the baby just, like, spun a story and they just had Riley looking at her like, oh, my God, he's doing the same thing to her. I can't have that. So she convinced the brother to give her custody of her niece. And now she's taking care of her niece. But her niece is like basically brilliant or she's a really smart young lady. So she sent her off to a like private school. So her thing is, so that's like her main goal for doing this to Kyle. So she don't go to jail. So her niece is not left alone. And so, anyway, her and Kyle, like, he's still blowing her off. He's like, I'm not working with her. But in the midst of her, like, interacting with him and trying to get closer to him, she was, like, charming some of the other people on the board of Townsend. So when it's time for him to be announced as the COO, in the meeting, Riley is there, and he's pissed off about it because he's low-key attracted to her but he don't want anything to do with her so he's like why is she here like what's the purpose and they're like you know let's get the meeting started so aaron is like he's via skype he's not actually there and they appoint kyle as um 
what is it? The interim COO. And he's like, wait, what? And Aaron is like, you know, you got what you wanted. And he's like, no, I didn't. This, you said interim. So that means there's a chance that within, what was it, 30 days or three months? Something like that. He had like a time frame to prove himself. And his dad tells him that he has to work with Riley. So basically, if he don't work with her, he don't get the position. And I'm just thinking about me because I'm stubborn like that. And maybe it would be shooting yourself in the foot. I wouldn't have took it. Because I'm like, you and, uh, okay, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But he basically has to swallow his pride and take it and work with her anyway. And he's looking at her with like hatred in his eyes. And um, he pulls her to the side and is like, you got what you want, you happy? And I, I want to say this. I know what Tiffany was trying to do, like endear us to Riley, but Riley got on my nerves. I just, I don't know. Everything that was supposed to make us like feel, not feel bad for her, but basically like champion for her got on my fucking nerves. Cause it's just like, you, you are doing this for your own selfish reasons. And you know, like I feel for the baby girl, but you saw what your scheme and did to him and you went through with it anyway. So it was just like, I really didn't feel too bad for her. So he goes into his office and he's talking to his dad on the phone. And he's like, you know, why would you do that to me? You don't trust me. And Aaron's reasoning, he said something. So Kyle, we go back to, what was that? It was Aaron's gift. So that was like the little Thanksgiving slash book that we got from Tiffany where as a what a teenager i think he was 16 someone who he thought was his friend i think it was dean was it dean no somebody else. anyway um somebody who called themselves trying to be kyle's friend was actually sneaking around in aaron's office taking pictures of like documents which you know kind of would have messed up the family business in some type of way so Kyle is thinking about that and he's like, so you don't trust me. And when Aaron says something, so he was like, I was right. You don't think I can do this? Like, you don't trust me. And Aaron tells him, you know, don't you ever say that. You're my son. I love you. But it's like, no. So then why would you force my hand this way? And Aaron's reasoning is, I see you going down the path that I was going where it was nothing but work. Just work, 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 work. And it's like... So, mind your own fucking business. And I understand, like, he, that this is son will do whatever. He wants to see his son happy. But my thing is, that's not your business. <laughs> like, it's really not your business. He's only, what, I think 25? I feel like, if that's what he wants to do anyway, like, he has plenty of time to fall in love and find somebody. Like, why are you trying to force this for him? You and the mama didn't get together till like, years later. But anyway, so that's his thing. He's like, I want you to slow down and take some time away from work. I'm like, why couldn't you just tell him that instead of taking this away from him? Because Kyle, he didn't, like, it wasn't just handed to him. That's not how this family works. You got to work for what you want. And so he came in from the ground up and worked his way up 
in the moment that he's been working so hard for, you took from him. So anyway, so he's like, all right, whatever. And I don't know, like, <laughs> daddy or not, I think we we wouldn't have spoke for a while. Like, I don't think I would have took the position because it's like you forcing my hand and forcing me to work with somebody I do not want to work with. And I got to interact with this woman that I do not want to interact with. So me personally, I wouldn't have did it and I wouldn't have been talking to him either. So I'm like, okay, y'all just got to find somebody else then and let that be that. But anyway, of course, him and Riley start working together, starting to get to know each other. And they're really starting to like each other. And he finds out about her niece and she gets these really bad uh, migraines because she was supposed to show up to a really important meeting and when he like bursts into her office, he finds her on the floor, like it's complete darkness and she can't move cause she's in that much pain. So he takes her home and he cares for her for like the next day or two. He has them bring his laptop to her house and he plans on staying there until she gets better. So I think it was like, it was the next day and her niece called and was like, you know, I've been trying to call my aunt and she wasn't answering my phone calls. And she always answers my phone calls. So this is how Kyle gets to know her a little bit. And um, what she tells her, like, she likes this type of candy. You know, she likes this type of thing. So make sure you get that for her and she'll feel better. So when she can finally, like, keep her eyes open longer than five minutes, he has all the stuff that she wants. So... Like I said, they're getting closer. And throughout this time, the guy that uh, Riley had schemed has been trying to call Kyle and trying to get in contact with him. But Kyle keeps telling his assistant, like, I don't want to talk to him. Do not do not put his calls through, you know, tell him to leave me alone. So it's finally like to the point where Kyle and Riley, their relationship was at a really good spot where he finally takes the conversation with the guy that she schemed. So when she comes through the door one day and she like ready to talk and he's just staring at her and she realizes that he knows, which was basically like the worst thing that could happen. Cause it's like, once again, somebody is getting close to me, but they don't really want to get close to me. And that's what fucked me up. That's why I re- like, honestly, this is why I couldn't champion the relationship between them because as a Townsend, that's something you really got to worry about. And this has happened to him twice now where it's like, I'm finally going to bite the bullet and open myself up to somebody. And once again, it's somebody who's scheming to get information for somebody else. But anyway, he plans to use this to his advantage when she like basically tells the story, he's like, all right, you're going to marry me and you're going to continue to feed him information, but it's going to be the wrong information. And at first she's like, no, I know I'm going to marry you. But if he ain't his daddy's son, (laughs) he's like, um, what happens? They end up married. And so instead of them going to his condo, they move into her little apartment and at first it's awkward because she's like, this shit fake. It ain't really real, you know? And I don't know. I just think I just don't like her because it was like now she was kind of made into the victim of 
he's being so mean to me and I don't want to do this anymore. But anyway, while Dean think he got the upper hand because they're going to, what was it, like a fundraiser or something like that? And they was going to have it up on the big screen saying that those um houses that they build that are supposed to be for the homeless are actually like dummy houses and they kill people in them and so when it's flipped on them and dean is actually like taken to jail they're pissed because it's like once again y'all cannot get to towns and it's nothing y'all could do to them and he's been actually developing feelings for riley because uh the niece's home now because the school that she was in come to find out the teacher was talking shit about the little girl and she heard it and it's like while she was excellent in school um she couldn't keep her her room clean so she heard the teacher telling like other girls like she's a mess and i'm just like it was some bullshit she said but it's like, why are you talking about this child to other children? And so she wasn't made to feel welcome. And at one point, because uh, um, Kyle had like eyes on a little girl, Dean was there or Dean had sent somebody there to talk to the little girl, like basically to show her how easy it is to get her if... um if he wanted to, to get her to tighten up and do what he wants her to do. So, and then her brother pops up for some reason because he broke and ain't got no money. And he's like, you know, why didn't you tell me that you were married to a Townsend and I want in on whatever scheme you got going on? And she's like, no, that's not my life no more. And there is no scheme. And so, because he had showed up first and then when... Kyle came in the house and they basically get introduced. She tells him like, I didn't know he was coming. And that kind of messed with Kyle a little bit because he could tell like how sincere she was trying to be and didn't want him to think that this was another scheme she was trying to set up, which he already knew at this point. And so they had agreed, well, he had told her that the marriage was over as soon as he got as soon as he got what he wanted and was able to take down Dean and the other people that was in on it, because one particular guy she had gotten close to on the board, she realized that he was not really her friend because he was real nice to her. But she realized it was all like fake and he was actually in on the thing to bring the Townsend down. Um. So anyway, all in all, um, oh yeah. So he got him kicked off the board because he was kind of another reason why Kyle couldn't get his position as COO like fully because he felt like he didn't deserve it. But they got the information to take them down and get them out. And he has a talk with his parents and it's like, you know, she's thinking that uh his mama patience tells him and his dad like you know she's thinking that you don't really like her you don't really love her and that this relation like this marriage is faking is going to be over soon and he's like no what no like truly his daddy's son 
I don't understand why y'all do shit to people. And then when somebody points it out to you, you're like, what? No way. So anyway, he goes to talk to her and it's like, you know, well, she says something to him along the lines of, okay, it's over now. We can get this marriage annulled. And he's like, what? Ain't nobody going nowhere. Like, it's me, you, and a baby girl. Like, basically, I'm going to be her daddy too. Like, this is us. Ain't nobody going nowhere. This marriage ain't fake like how you think it is. It's real, real, and it's us. Now, I do want to add Diego and Monique, well, Diego was in this story because he works for a different company and Kyle keeps trying to get him to come over. Like, you know, you need to be working for the family anyway, but Diego's like, no, that's not really my thing. And, (laughs) oh, excuse me. Damn, that hurt. Um, I'm wondering, cause they met as children and they've just always said that they were cousins. So I wonder, do, or does Kyle know that Diego is not actually like his blood cousin and he's not really a Townsend, even though Carter did adopt him and you know, like that's his son. Ain't nobody going to tell him different anyway. But, um, so that's why he don't want to work for the family. And it was at some party. Like, Diego saw this guy dancing with this girl and, like, kissing her. And he went over and punched that man dead in his face. And he like, you know, what you doing? And supposedly he was either with or engaged to Monique. But she broke up with him. And the guy is trying to tell him, like, no, we don't go together anymore. I thought she would have told you. But she ain't say nothing to him. And so, uh... I forgot where she stayed at, but I think she stayed out of state. Diego goes to get her and she had planned on moving back home anyway. So the next story is going to be their story. And I can't wait to see when they finally get together. Come on, man. But yeah, that's all I got. Um, As always, I loved it. I do love uh, Tiffany Patterson's books, but when it's more so focused on Aaron and Patience, or any of their children, I'm more tuned in. That's just my honest opinion. Like, I love the other ones, but those are my fave. So I was happy to read about Kyle because I'm like, yes, he finally got his little boo thing. Finally got something going on. Woo, woo, woo. Um, And I love, oh, uh, while I'm rambling, I loved how she touched on the topic of dyslexia again because we know Aaron got it and we know that Kyle had it as well as a child and so like that was furthered along in this story because I'm like that's that's something that needs to that needs to be talked about excuse me because you don't hear about it too often so it's like even though he's a CEO and he's like um running this company or working hard on this company he still has to deal with that because at one point he like left just to take a walk because it's like the information was starting to run together and when he walks and i guess like things are just let his mind go free it helps with his dyslexia all right that's all i got so please go pick up trust me uh townsend legacy book one by tiffany patterson make sure to give her a thumbs up or five stars excuse me and leave a review because that always helps out authors. So peace and blessings, my beautiful people.